Because I'm going to talk to us about living a thankful life or thanks living. In everything give thanks, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus concerning or for you. All give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. Although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were thankful but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. Thank you for the word. We've talked about the health of the soul. Last week we visited the need for setting our house in order. In overall, we've been praying for revival. And I'm going to talk today about living a thankful life, which is a main ingredient. It's not only supported by the Word of God, but all of our sciences tell us that a grateful heart or a thankful heart is healthy or an attitude is healthy for your soul for your spirit and your body in other words you wouldn't find any arguments from the secular world as it were regarding how important you know being thankful really is and how it has so many benefits and blessings, not only naturally, but we will discover also spiritually. Have you ever thought that, or maybe you probably have thought, but given thought to this, that when you're thankful, it seems like the window through which you look takes on a different dimension. It helps us to see the good. It, it enlightens our soul. It gives us sight. It's like thankfulness, you know, is a window, you know, into life and I think into, into God, into heaven. Thankfulness, I think, is, is really a language of love. It's expressing gratefulness. Its power puts us in a, in, in a spiral upward. Takes us out of the pit of self-pity and depression and the whatnots. And it builds hope and 
anticipation. It's, it's recognizing that there's someone bigger than us that's really taking care of us. In Psalms, it says 107, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord because, why? He's good. He's good. His mercy endures forever. Thankfulness is a powerful way of living. Thankfulness is a way in which we draw closer to God. Think about it. Draw near to God and he'll draw near to you. Well, how do we do that? I'm not saying there's only one way, but without a doubt, coming to his courts with thanksgiving, we, we draw Closer to God, so the more thankful we are, the more our life is a thanks living life rather than just a holiday. The connection with God uh, is, is enhanced without a doubt. Paul makes a powerful statement in Ephesians chapter 5. Always give thanks to God. God the Father. In everything, for the sake of the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. It, 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 we are not only... Not only not only the benefactors, but it glorifies Jesus. It's more than just words, it's a living. I think it'd be safe to say that you can make a living by being thankful. I think that we also can agree that we all can be guilty of letting the stresses of life obstruct us from recognizing and expressing to God how good he is. Yeah. That we can actually lose thankfulness and that it needs a fresh reminder in our being. A week ago, this past Tuesday, this is the norm of my life, and I'm sure uh, you all have a kind of a norm when you get up of how your life starts, your day starts. Well, I do too. And uh, the first thing that I do is I start with uh, you know, time with the Lord. And I, I don't kneel. I got a great easy chair that I sit in. <laughs> and it's our time, it's our moment. But when I sat down that morning, you know, 
normally you, 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 you go ahead and run your mind a little bit, okay? You, 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 you're factoring things and wondering where should I go, what should I do, et cetera. And we have the scriptures, you know what I mean, that we kind of regulate our lives by. And, uh, you know, uh, I, I think most of the time I will sit down and, and start the Lord's Prayer. But this Tuesday morning, it, it didn't happen that way. I sat down and all of a sudden, it wasn't earth shaking, but it was definitely, you know, God just boom. And he took me on a memory journey. And it was a memory journey, not of life in all of its details, but about the highlights in my life. The highlights, it was unique because it wasn't purely, you know, my mind recalling. It was the Holy Spirit pointing out important highlights in my life, and I must have needed it. So I think he was quickening something. <laughs> But then after those highlights took place, I went ahead and followed up. Now, I know the Holy Spirit was assisting, but I, you know, I was consciously filling in the blanks in between, and I came up with a word which we sang about this morning, and that is that in between the highlights, that stood out the faithfulness of God. The faithfulness of God in between the highlights. Powerful to me it was. All my life you've been faithful. Mm. And then the next thing, and this I believe was not just my thought, I, I believe this was the Holy Spirit. And then he said, he, he, he brought in there my thankfulness or, you know, how blessed I have been because of the saints. It wasn't just me and God that made my life so blessed. It was God and I and there was all kinds of people or saints that had contributed to my life, that had been influential who were spiritual giants for me. And the importance of them in my life. I believe that Paul, when he wrote to Timothy, was kind of doing that. When he said, you know, the faith that's in you was in your grandmother and in your mother. There are people in our lives that have been monumental 
regarding our faith and powerfully, you know, uh, attached to, to our journey. And so, it's no secret, it's, I can say it, but sometimes maybe I lose that inner thankfulness. I live in a society of abundance, but at times we can, we can be, uh, 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 get focused on what hasn't gone well instead of what did go well. What's missing and not what we have. Thankfulness and gratitude is, is so important because it is the parent of the other virtues. Think about it. It's the parent of all the virtues. When you and I are thankful, it has an amazing influence on our joy, on our peace, how we handle suffering, even how we love. Making it a lifestyle. It seems that God, I don't think it, it was, he's, he, he wants us to give thanks, and I don't think because it strokes his ego, but because of the blessing and the benefits in the result of what can, will come your way when we are of thankful hearts. We read the passage of scripture from Romans that said this, that they went ahead and were not thankful. First Corinthians chapter 10. The daily blessings were just every day so routine you know what I mean? They just showed up every day. And they began to take it lightly. I think that's what it means when they sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. They just took the blessings of God lightly. Of course, then it slid into complaining because they thought the blessing that they had should have been better. You know, gratefulness and thankfulness is, is so important in our lives because it keeps us from a spiritual slide. 
What's interesting is that in Romans there, he says that they were unthankful and then their foolish heart was darkened. Thankfulness keeps the light shining. That God awareness, that God clarity keeps the light shining. Left unattended to, it leads to a culture. Now, he goes ahead and talks about, you know, if we don't rescue or if we don't revive thankfulness, a culture can fall to immorality. The morality of a nation can, can, can dive so that things become unnatural. I mean, I think thankfulness is powerful. Notice that it says, and I'm not going to deal with that, you know, any further, any, go any deeper into the morality thing, but look what else it does. It says that, you know, they become filled with all unrighteousness. Now, I'm not saying that that's the only thing along the journey, but that's where it starts. And I think that the recovery starts with gratefulness. Unrighteousness, sexual immorality, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, evil mindedness, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil things, disobedient to parents, undeserving, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, and unmerciful. Doesn't that kind of sound like our culture? <laughs> hmm. A lack of gratitude produces the downward spiral. The more gratitude, great, grateful we are, it produces an upward spiral. It is so powerful with regard to our own person. It is, that's why he says, in everything give thanks. Because everything is not always good, but giving thanks is always good. If you want to get out of the pit, give thanks. Not just words, although it's very important because we communicate with words. But a heart of thankfulness. Being grateful.
gratitude has a powerful influence in our lives. Because life is, has many variables. If we're, if we're grateful, it helps us to be better receptive to those many variables of life. In everything, give thanks. Those variables that are not necessarily so pleasant. Because you're giving thanks to God. Because he's the same yesterday and forever. God hasn't done anything to betray us. He's done everything that we might give him thanks. Thankfulness takes us away from our self-centeredness. It transforms, you know, our, our emotional world, our soul. It creates a better path that we can travel on. It helps me to see the future and not just the situation. It turns denial into acceptance, chaos into order, confusion into clarity. It can take a meal and turn it into a feast. Yeah. According to the Apostle Paul in 2 Corinthians 12 and 19, that gratitude releases the power of Christ into my life. Here's what he said that God said to him. My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities. I don't think he was going around, you know what I mean, and, and telling people, you know, about his infirmity. You get, you've met those. All they talk about is their issue. No, I think he's, he's saying, you know what I mean? I will, I will give thanks about the grace of God. And then he says, he does this, this thankfulness that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Yeah. Whenever you're down. Try giving praise. Try giving thanks. When you're discontented, go ahead and have some gratefulness. Amen. Why is it important? Because thanksgiving speeds up the blessing of God. Ingratitude delays the blessing of God. The children of Israel, because of their ingratitude, 
Okay, the promises were real, but they didn't receive them because instead of giving thanks, they complained. You remember them with Moses? Ah, it's taken so long. I'm tired of routine. And it says, with many of them, God was not well pleased. Oh, we can please God today by our thankfulness. God does have a side of him that takes pleasure. He takes pleasure in his people. He takes pleasure in, in giving thanks. There's so much that it does. What about thankfulness and gratitude and being grateful because it produces miracles? It produces miracles. Yes. Our future has a lot to do with how thankful we are. I want to spend a little time in restoring Gratefulness and gratitude. Not taking life for granted. Because I believe that as we search for revival, that it starts with thankfulness. It starts with thankfulness. We want miracles and God is desiring thanks. We want the supernatural but how about starting with thanks to the Lord for he is good enter his gates with thanksgiving his courts with praise be thankful to him and bless his name there's one psalms that writes in every stanza all that men would give thanks God's constantly encouraging. Give thanks. Give thanks. Why? 
because his mercy endures forever. Because he is good. Restoring gratitude. I doubt whether you'd argue with, to, with me this morning that a general spirit of the age is unthankfulness. Lack of gratitude. Disrespect. There's no honor. Very self-centered. And thankfulness is simply God-centered, other-centered, rather than me-centered. It was the Paul and Silas, as they were in stocks and bonds that thanksgiving produced the miracle. The miracle of release. It not only set them free from their own, you know, stocks and bonds, but it began to produce revival. Started with the Philippian jailer. I don't know how far it ran, but one thing I do know is that he and all his household because they were willing to to give thanks Yes. Restoring gratitude. If the musicians come this morning, every prayer, every supplication, every request is to be accompanied with the giving of thanks. In fact, as Paul went ahead and said that even when it comes to the natural tables, that it's all good if it's received with thanks. What transforming, you know what I mean? You know, nutritional, I, I mean, I mean, well, it is there. It's all good if you are grateful for it. That's all. It's just grateful for it. So, how can we give thanks? Well, the journey to thankfulness is... It doesn't happen overnight. It really takes 
habits. You got to make it a habit in your life. There's good habits and there's bad habits. This is a good habit. If we want to make it a part of living, live in. Every day, we give thanks. I think that we not only need to be thankful for God, or to God, and for God, and all that God does, but I, I think we need to be thankful for one another. I'm thankful for you. Hallelujah. I'm so thankful for those saints. I didn't know it then, and I probably never said thanks. <laughs> but I go back and I say, thank you, Lord, for the saints. Thank you for the workers. Thank you for mom and dad. Thank you for the people in our lives. You will get a whole lot more joy out of life if you're thankful. You will be happier and as a result, you won't make the people around you miserable. <laughs> Thankfulness is not made, is not based upon perfection or idealism. If anybody should be thankful, even more so it should be the children of God. So you got to remember him. Make him a part of your thoughts and your words and your deeds. Got to recognize his hand and sometimes you need to document his blessings. Keep your gratitude journal. When he took me on that highlight journey, it wasn't a long time. It doesn't take long for God to visit specific moments in your life for you. tell you one of them. I was probably it'd either be 13 or 14 years old.
One of my cousins was there with us visiting. His name was Jim. We had played the day and worked the day, etc. I don't know if you remember this, Dave, but when I get done, maybe you will. But it just so happened that there had been, I believe it was, two or three preachers that had visited our house that day. And they were staying with us. And so what was a norm, they, after us kids went to bed, they were going to have a prayer meeting. I was upstairs, I was in bed, and you know, I was actually in bed with my cousin. Because there's just only so many beds and everybody kind of got squeezed together. <laughs> That's the way it was. They were praying downstairs and I could hear them. And I wrestled with going down to that prayer meeting. My cousin was there. And, well, you know, he wasn't really a believer. We were kids. Should I go? Should I go? Should I not go? The tug of God just kept tugging away. So finally I got up enough courage, jumped out of bed, got dressed, walked down the steps, kneeling the couch and there was one little spot at the couch there and I knelt down and boom the Holy Spirit hit me I don't know if that's strange to some of you <laughs> the Holy Spirit hit me a couple of times. Well, it's even sometimes you can tell when he hits me when I'm preaching, can't you? <laughs> but that was the moment never before in my life, even though I knew that I was called, that was the moment, the time the prophetic word came forth instead of called you into ministry. highlight, God reminded me. A beautiful moment. As you stand with me today, from that I've been thinking, what an honor. God has given me to handle the word of truth, to preach the loving gospel of Jesus Christ, to help people.
say. Though that is how I make my living. That God would entrust the treasures of heaven into the life of myself and others, of course. Your life has those highlights that the set the course highlights along the way but there is the faithfulness of God in between Seasons come. Seasons go. What will we do without seasons? And they all keep functioning. Because God said. Because God said. Whether it's natural seasons, whether it's spiritual seasons, you know, whatever arena of life, there are seasons. And there will be highlights in those seasons. But you'll spend your most of your time not viewing the highlights. You need to spend most of your time recognizing His faithfulness. giving thanks for the faithfulness of God. I want to tell you what the key to revival is. It's gratefulness. It's thankfulness. It's the parent of virtues. more powerful than when the brethren, the sisters, the family of God keep strong love among each other. By this shall all men know that you're my disciples. It's what separates disciples from disciples. 
Bible Center. Let's not make Jesus ask the question that he asked regarding the lepers. Where are the nine? Where are the nine? Where are the nine? understand I'm not saying you're not thankful but God wants to bring revival to Bible Center Church it's got to be 10 folks it's got to be 10 amen because not just the one does he want to have the benefits of being thankful which was a complete restoration of everything he wanted the nine not just to be healed of their disease he wanted them to be made whole and that's why he wasn't look for looking for accolades he was saying there is so much more if you would have just come back and gave me thanks not a rebuke but almost a pleading heart. The future is connected to our thankfulness. Don't worry about your past, God's saying this morning. But your future is connected to your thankfulness. Amen. Go with God. We love you. Bless you. Hallelujah. Amen.